Welcome to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast, where it's all about the message you convey that compels your customers to pay. And now, here's your host, Gloria Rand. Welcome to Write, Sell, Succeed. I am Gloria Rand, your host of the podcast, and I'm delighted that you are here today to uh, spend some time talking about, uh, we're going to be talking today about actually uh, your website, because your website is an important part of how you communicate your message to your target audience. And and I presume that uh, most of you out there, small business owners, must have some sort of online presence. And because in this day and age, let's face it, you, you really do need to have a website. And But the problem is, is that if it's maybe you've had your website up for a long time, or maybe you're just new at this, and you just, or maybe you tried to do it yourself, um, because I know a lot of startups. Uh, they try to, one way to save money is to start, is to build their own website. But the problem is, is that you may, uh, inadvertently have made a few mistakes in the web design. So I wanted to share with you a few things that you, that may have happened, or maybe you've neglected, or, or just, um, again, because maybe the age of your site, you don't realize that you're making some mistakes that are actually hurting you with Google and that are keeping your audience, your potential clients from actually finding you and being able to buy your products or services. So I'm going to go through a few, a few mistakes today and just to let you know about them. So to make sure that you can think about it, reflect on this and check your website. And if you realize that maybe you are making some of these mistakes, figure out a way, contact your web designer or somebody and be able to change them so that you can make your online presence everything that it needs to be so that you can be as successful as you want to be. So the very, very biggest mistake um, that I know a lot of business owners make still even today, in fact, I was actually talking to a, um, a co-worker of my sister who is a, um, she's a massage therapist and turns out that their, uh, the massage therapy or the massage practices website is not mobile friendly. That is one of the big, big things that you are, one of the big mistakes that businesses are making is neglecting mobile devices. Because here's the thing, guys, mobile search is there are more people searching on mobile devices now than on desktops as of 19 as of as of 19 <laughs> boy i'm dating myself as of 2015 oh yeah yeah um <laughs> and as such google actually is going to penalize you for not having a mobile version of your website so this means you're going to be missing out on that search engine traffic that you could get from people who are completing a quick Google search on the move. And this is really crucial for local businesses in particular. If you are, if you own a restaurant, if you own a, uh, a, uh, you know, uh, a practice or a, 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 a massage therapy practice, you know, something like that. Um, I've dealt with a lot of massage therapists in the past. If you are a plumber, if you're a, uh, you know, any type of service, um, uh, 
you know, air conditioning company, all these types of businesses that really rely on local traffic, then you have to, have to, have to have a website optimized for mobile. Second mistake is actually not grouping keywords. Now, believe it or not, um, you know, actually keyword stuffing has pretty much mostly gone out of uh, not, I think, as many companies are involved in that. Um, but for if there's, you know, it's not hopefully as prevalent as it used to be, but because in order to rank in years past, you, you often would need a separate page for each variation of your keywords. But after a bunch of the updates that came out in 2014, Google now looks at the overall topic of a page, meaning that you can rank a single page for several keywords. So your web designer or better yet, an SEO copywriter is a better person for this. They, you know, you don't have to necessarily add hundreds of pages to target variations of, of a single keyword, but instead you can create a plan for grouping similar keywords. So that's another thing to do. The a third mistake is using stock content. Now, there are several companies that specialize in web design for a particular industry, and many of these companies have, have really expedited the design process by creating generic text for common services, and they use it on every new website, most of the time only changing the name of the company. And I've actually seen this um, just recently because I have a new client who is a veterinarian. And so I was looking at, I've been doing some research and looking at other veterinary websites. Well, I came across this exact thing, and they were... And in fact, I think there were two different areas of the country um, because I'm actually in Arizona right now visiting my sister. So I was actually looking at a, an animal hospital in Arizona, their website. And then I then I was looking back in my local market in, in the Florida market and looking at an animal hospital a website there. And it was the same template. It's just the name of the vet was changed, and but a lot of the same content. So... Don't do that. Um, you've really got duplicate content is very harmful for your website. So if a company offers to include content with it, you need to find out if that's unique. And if it's not, then you've got to find some other kind of images to use that are going to be unique to your website. Fourth mistake is really not doing comprehensive keyword research. So and I, I've heard this so many times, is that as soon as I get the website done, I'm going to need to do some SEO. Oh, this drives me crazy. <laughs> if you're going to build a website, do SEO first. You've got you've to plan out and figure out what keywords are going to be important for you to be able to use to attract your ideal client. So if your website designer doesn't have a solid understanding, then you need to hire an SEO consultant, an SEO copywriter, some while you're developing that site so that it's going to save you a lot of time and frustration in the end. Another mistake people make is actually neglecting visitor flow. So marketing experts right now are kind of currently split about whether or not Google can measure things like bounce rate and time on site to determine the quality of a website. But most people agree that dwell time is measured. So regardless of how you think they measure interaction with your site, you, we should all be able to agree that you can guide your visitor through the site 
to that you need to guide them through this site to keep them engaged. So developing a proper internal linking structure is essential to guide visitors. And that structure needs to coincide with your marketing goals, of course, and be based on the architecture of your site. So you basically think of it this way. Think of it as a funnel that it's going to take the visitor from you know, the broad, maybe your, like your homepage to the more specific. So if you've got specific products or services that you offer, you want to be able to move them there so that, uh, so that they can get to the information that they really need. Another mistake people make is using outdated coding and design practices. So there's many ways to accomplish a similar web design task for, for, Years ago, it was just common practice to write an entire site in HTML, use inline code to style pages. But now we now have separate CSS files that hold design information. So you've got to make sure that your website has stayed up to date with design practices to make sure that you've got a fast and secure site because that's what Google wants. Now, I am not a web designer and I don't pretend to be one. <laughs> I always like to say I know enough HTML to be dangerous. So I have to have somebody else design my site. Now, of course, one of the reasons why I recommend WordPress to small business owners is because they do stay up to date with things and they are constantly improving and they've got responsive websites, which you need for mobile. So if you can get your platform onto WordPress, that's one good way to be able to stay up on that type of thing. Next mistake, next, yeah, <laughs> I can get my tongue to work this morning and speaking, is ignoring metadata. So again, even if your web designer is not an SEO expert, there are basic steps, and I've talked about this in podcasts in the back in the past that you each page still needs to have a unique title tag and a unique meta description tag because that is going to help you and and just make sure that those titles do coincide with the keywords that you have on that website and particularly the web page um, okay, another mistake is not adding structured data now. There's something called schema markup. It makes it easier for Google to understand and categorize information on your website. And as, as Google continues to evolve and seeks to give users faster access to information, having a proper markup is going to increase the likelihood of your site to be featured directly in the search engine result pages. So again, this is something you probably need to talk to your web designer about and, and ask them about it and make sure that you've got that set up. Finally, the last mistake that I'm going to cover today is bloated images. And if you have been online for any length of time, you probably know by now that Google likes fast websites. <laughs> and unfortunately, images, especially if you have like a really big image on your website, if it's not optimized properly, it can really slow down the load process of your website. And, and that is just going to hurt um, well, not only will it help you with, it's going to hurt you with Google, but it's also going to hurt you with the user experience. Because if someone goes to your website and it's like, you know, taking longer than five seconds to load, guess what? They're going to hit the back button and get out of here. So you've got to make sure that your websites, uh, that your images are going to be optimized properly. So talk to your designer about this and make sure you've got 
things set up properly so that your website moves as smoothly and as quickly as it can. And that way you'll be able to benefit by having customers and having web visitors come and want to do, do business with you. So if you've gotten, I hope you've gotten some value out of today's podcast. If you have, I encourage you to subscribe to Write, Sell, Succeed on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio. I would love to have you become a regular subscriber so that you can listen in and get some more tips on how to attract your ideal audience and be able to get your message out there. And as always, I invite you to um Connect with me on social media. Um, you can connect with me on Twitter at Gloria Rand. Use the hashtag Write, Sell, Succeed, and then I know that you are one of the podcast listeners. Yay! And visit my website too. I invite you to stop by my website, GloriaRand.com, so you can learn more about me and uh, the services that I offer small business owners. So that's going to do it for this edition of Write, Sell, Succeed. I am Gloria Rand, wishing all of you much peace, love, and prosperity. Thanks for listening to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast. Want more information? Visit GloriaRand.com. And don't forget to follow Gloria on Twitter at Gloria Rand. Let Gloria know you're listening. Use the hashtag Write, Sell, Succeed.